Hey everybody, welcome to Be You Only Better or BYOB Audio. This podcast was started to help listeners like you find a way to be your best self but not change who you are. We want you to be your best you while on a journey to a happier and more fulfilling life. Tune in to hear personal stories of how people face their fears and overcome their struggles to become a better version of themselves. Thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of BYOB Audio. Today I have the pleasure of introducing someone all the way from Budapest, Hungary. Today I have with me Tibor and he is an amazing podcaster of the Mindset Horizon podcast. He's also a business coach and a mindset professional coach. So you better believe that we're going to have some awesome stuff today. And without further ado, Tibor, welcome to the show. Hi, Josh. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, it's it's a pleasure and I'm looking forward to talking to you today. Yeah, man. I'm super excited to have you. Can't wait to hear what you have to say, but go ahead and share a little bit more about you and uh, you know a little bit more of what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for the introduction and thanks for everyone listening to this podcast. I really appreciate this. Um, yeah, my name is Tibor Nagy. I'm the host of the Mindset Horizon podcast, uh, the founder of Mindset Horizon. And its core is really to help um, impact-driven entrepreneurs, uh, change makers, and thought leaders to realize their full potential and execute on their dreams. So on the podcast, you know, I interview a lot of um, entrepreneurs, personal development professionals, coaches, psychologists. We talk about possibilities. We talk about the mindset of possibility. So I really want to empower people with this information with the knowledge that is available to us today, as just for me, you know, I'm here in Hungary, but you know, we are connected via the internet. So I'm really fascinated with this, you know, notion that we can learn a lot. Um, and we have this possibility today uh, because of the internet and technology, and we can share these things with others. So yeah, that's what I do. Uh, that's my main focus. Um, I'm also a business coach. I'm also a podcast mentor, so I help coaches, thought leaders to launch their podcast. And it's a great medium. It's, it's really a great medium. But I had a huge transitioning. So back then, I used to work as an architect. Maybe we are going to dive deeper into this. And now I call myself, or today I rather call, call myself a growth mindset architect because, you know, my passion is really to how we can rewire our brain, you know, overcome insecurities, limiting beliefs, and all of those things that hold us back from reaching our full potential. So that's, that's the core of Mindset Horizon, I would say. Yeah, I love it, man. And I'm actually subscribed to that podcast. Um, you know, he just brings a ton of energy and just such great things to listen. So, I mean, uh, you definitely want to tune into his podcast also. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's your favorite? <laughs> um, you know what? I've actually heard uh, quite a few, but the reason why I'm going to go ahead and go into the next one is so that you can actually share a piece of what you share in that podcast. Um, so we always, as all of our listeners know, um, we start the show off with a unique shot of wisdom. So this is actually what you, where you get to share a little bit of what you do on your podcast with us. So what do you have mm -hmm. for us today? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm coming back to the core of Mindset Horizon and, and, and the principle by which I live my life nowadays, which is, which is really lifelong learning. So I really ha now have this new intro and uh, where I'm introduced as a lifelong learner. 
And it's connected to the principle of, you know, having a growth mindset or cultivating a growth mindset. This is a term um, which was coined by psychologist Carol Dweck. So she had this book on mindset and she came up with this notion of, you know, having a growth mindset or having a fixed mindset and having a growth mindset simply means that people with a growth mindset, they believe that their abilities, their skills and capabilities are something that can be developed over time. So they strongly believe that even if they fail at something at some point in their lives, they can actually, you know, um, develop those skills and not just their skills, but also their belief systems, their identity. Um, and this is just so fascinating to me because, you know, I can become whoever I want to become if I'm really dedicated to this um, or committed to this principle of learning and growing and believing that my abilities, my identity and everything is just something that is plastic and um, can be changed. And uh, neuroplasticity is a notion that comes from neuroscience and it's very much connected to the growth mindset principle. Uh, and neuroplasticity says that the brain has its ability to rewire itself you know, through new experiences, through novelty, through learning, especially in learning new languages. So, you know, I speak German, I speak English, and I really realized when I was living in Germany and I needed to master the German language in order to be able to work there as an architect, like my brain was really just expanded. So that's how I actually came up with this idea of horizon, like expanding your minds. And that's why Mindset Horizon uh, my mind was expanded. And so, for example, learning and learning languages is, is something that can boost neuroplasticity and really help you just rewire your brain. For example, the Germans think differently when they, you know, structure different statements. And you just start to think differently. You start to put together sentences and things that you want to say in a different structure, which means you are actually thinking differently. So, the brain requires this uh, novelty, new experiences through learning, through experiences, through traveling. And um, this is some of the things I would recommend to the listeners uh, doing, you know, um, exposing themselves to, to new experiences and, and learnings. And also one of the things that I do, um, you know, something that you can do uh, at home, besides learning, of course, is creative visualization. This is something I use during meditation. So I simply visualize some of the things that I want to achieve. Uh, I don't really want to go into too much details, but that's again, something that you can use to rewire your brain. Basically you are, you know, mentally rehearsing different experiences in your mind. So without, you know, going anywhere, it's just happening in your mind. So yeah, growth mindset, that's, that's a great principle to I think to learn uh, more about yeah I love that and you know you asked me what was my favorite part and you know I was actually going to bring up the neuroplasticity but then I kind of figured <laughs> we're going to go that direction so I don't want to spoil it that's kind of where I was going <laughs> yeah 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 I mean that's really fascinating you're right because I was talking about this uh, in the last two solo in the last two of my solo episodes yeah, yeah you have a couple parts on it yeah, yeah. So I'm doing these solo episodes because I want to deconstruct topics that I would love to talk more about in the future. And and the growth mindset principle and neuroplasticity is really one of those. And and they are just so important to 
like really embrace and live by those principles. Because, you know, um, even if you had trauma or any kind of bad experiences, the brain can, you know, rewire itself and, and anything that could help like coaching, you know, uh, when, for example, a coach asks you different questions, help you see things from a different perspective, all those things are a great way to, you know, experience uh, new possibilities. So that's why I'm, you know, fascinated with this. Yes, definitely. So, you know, you bring up bad experiences and the fact that you're a coach, you know, usually that means that you've gone through something, you know, that made you struggle and you overcame it, you became better. And now you have this passion for wanting to help people through that. So with that said, what would you consider was your biggest struggle? And go ahead and share that story around that. Yeah, man, that's a great question. Um, I think my biggest struggle was uh, about four years ago um, when I moved out to Germany. So I was living in Hungary. I was working here as an architect and I felt I was underpaid. So that was my biggest pain point. That was my biggest struggle. I felt I, I just wasn't paid um, well enough. Um, you know, I thought I had a master's degree in architecture and I thought I just, you know, should earn more, should be able to earn more. And since I spoke different languages, I was always playing with this idea of uh, moving abroad. And I was uh, looking for um, international job opportunities. So I always wanted to use different languages at work, like I wanted to have an international job. And I just moved out to Germany. I had an opportunity there. So I was looking for opportunities there. I was learning the language um, already when I was living in Hungary, like I was preparing for uh, moving abroad and I found an opportunity there and I started to earn the money that I was always missing. And, you know, I had this um, security in my life, so to speak, um, when I started to earn this money. So, you know, I could travel a lot more. I could, you know, buy different stuff. So I felt that, you know, I really have the money um, that I was missing. And I kind of like felt this void, like what's next? So I didn't really have a long-term goal um, for my life. I didn't really have a long-term vision. And as I was thinking about what's, what's next, I, I, I wasn't even sure that I wanted to live in Germany. So for example, family and, and uh, you know, living close to my family was always important to me. And I felt that, you know, I wanted to have some kind of uh, flexibility and freedom. So living in Germany was for me a little bit like, you know, too much sacrifice. Like I started to earn the money, but I felt that I'm living far away from my family and why, right? So, so why, why, did, I, why did I decide to do so? Uh, was it because of the money? And so I didn't really have concrete goals and especially longer term uh, visions. And I started to think about different things, right? So I started to ask uh, different questions. I started to question everything that I had been following, like the path, you know, going to university, getting a good job, climbing the ladder, uh, all those things. Like I, I was just questioning a lot of things in my life, I guess. So I was around 27, 28 years old. And uh, I didn't really feel fulfilled or happy. Uh, I didn't really enjoy my job. It was very technical. So after finishing my studies as an architect, I chose a very technical field in Hungary because of the money. So I knew that, you know, engineers and 
and people in the technical field and sales and production, especially at international companies, you earn, um, you earn more than, for example, an architect in a small office as, a, as an architectural designer. So I kind of like consciously chose that direction, but I would say, you know, in hindsight, it was just because of the money. And so I was struggling a little bit in Germany. Like I didn't really feel I have this vision and longer term goal. And uh, I figured that I want to create my own flexibility, my own freedom uh, in my life, which is which brought me to to entrepreneurship. And as I was learning the German language there, like I was mastering, like I was always practicing the German so that I could you know, express myself at work as an architect. There were a lot of difficult words. So I was always on weekends, you know, I remember on weekends, I was doing these online language courses all the time. And I figured that, you know, here I am learning the language, like I should read books. And if I should read books, like what are some of the topics I would be interested in? And I figured I could read on entrepreneurship and personal development. So I started to read um, to be honest, uh, German books on entrepreneurship, business, marketing, like I wanted to learn more about uh, entrepreneurship and how to become an entrepreneur, how to start your own business. And because of the flexibility and freedom that I mentioned, some of my, my really important values, I, um, I, I got really fascinated with this idea of starting something online or creating an online business where you can basically be very flexible you can you can build a virtual team or whatever you want so that's the path uh i have been following since then and as i was reading different books on entrepreneurship i also got really interested in the personal development aspect of an entrepreneurial journey because first and foremost when you are transitioning from you know let's say from the corporate field to to entrepreneurship like you have this identity uh, who is is completely like you have this completely different identity in the corporate field I was like an architect you know I considered myself to be an architect and now I have to cultivate this identity of being an an, an entrepreneur who is able to you know create something from scratch and so there is a big um, you know identity shift when you are transitioning from the corporate world or even from a completely different field to a completely new one. So I was an architect. Now I do podcasts, coaching and all these things. Like there's a huge transformation. And this is what I, I'm passionate about to, to talk about in the podcast as well, the Mindset Horizon podcast, because, you know, entrepreneurship is cool, but you have to have, you have to be able to build a lot of things around that journey. For example, your identity, your belief systems, your mindset, and it's all above, um, all above skills and capabilities. Like, you know, learning the marketing and business strategies, that's cool. But that's not going to allow you to have this identity uh, to follow through on your goals. Because, um, and uh, Tony Robbins said that very well. So he said, you know, um, human beings follow through on who they believe they are. So, uh, there's a great book by uh, James Clear. It's called Atomic Habits. He talks about habits and behaviors, but actually he also talks about what identity. Identity is driving your actions and behaviors. Every action is belief-driven. So beliefs are below identity. 
identity is kind of like the highest level. So if you can cultivate this identity of being a successful entrepreneur and believing that before you even get there, this is how, this is what will allow you to take those action steps towards that vision. So back to my story, basically my struggle, you know, I kind of like went deeper into this field and I got really interested in this. And um, yeah, I just wanted to live this. Like I was captivated by uh, a show, um, Impact Theory with Tom Bilyeu. So that was one of my favorite shows. And I was like, man, I just want to create something very similar in the future. I didn't really believe at that time that I could. It was about three, four years ago. I was like, who am I to start a podcast? Who am I to have a show? Um, but I just had this vision and I just kept moving towards that vision. Man, that is awesome. So definitely a lot to take in there, but I actually want to backtrack to when you were in school. One thing that fascinates me is there's this common theme, even you being so far away that, you know, hey, you're going to go to school, you're going to get a good job, you're, or you're going to graduate, you're going to get a good job, and you're going to make all this money, and you're going to be happy, you know? And yeah, yeah. You went through that, you know, you went to school, you got a master's degree, you went to be an architect, and still you felt unfulfilled, ultimately, you know, where, yeah, you eventually got to the point where, yeah, you were making money, but you had less family time, and you were craving, you know, um, obviously more family time, more flexibility, and a couple of those things. And I just think it's, it's crazy, or maybe it's not crazy, <laughs> but it's just crazy how that happens here all too often. And you know, yeah, just yeah. That's happening over there too is, is just mind blowing, you know, for me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, because, you know, uh, I just didn't know any better. So I was following the path that was, you know, in front of me, like that, that was, everybody was, you know, going to school, everybody was going to university. I went to a, an academic grammar school. That's, that's, uh, you know, a, I don't know how it's called in, in the U.S., but that's kind of like a, um, a, um, a higher or a, a better high school, so to speak. And then I, everybody was going to universities. Like there was no question if you want to be, if you want to do something else. Right. So I was, I was kind of like following the crowd, so to speak. And I didn't know any better. So when I was living in Germany, as I mentioned, I really questioned everything. Like um, I, I was, I was trying to also connect with myself. So I went through a coach training program that helped me a lot. So I was learning about coaching and I was also coached and came up with my values, was connecting with my, you know, uh, deeper self. And, and I figured that, you know, exercise, uh, personal development, and all these things were really important in my life. Yes. And, and those were kind of like my passions. Like I always just love this idea of holistic development and like exercise, learning, and things like that. And I was like, that's my passion. Why don't I just build something around that? And so when you build something around your passion, uh, like I'm also fascinated with this idea of building a business around your passion. And that's what I was trying to do. That's what I'm actually doing. And when you have this passion, which you can actually cultivate over time. So passion comes from curiosity. So what are you curious about? What are, what are you interested in, Right. And I was interested in exercises and, and personal development and learning and things like that. And I was like, what am I doing then, right? So I was working as a sales support engineer and project manager in a very technical field. 
and I was like, man, I, I kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> I have these passions and uh, yeah, just one, one word on purpose. Like when you turn your passion, um, so when you serve others with your passion, that's when you are actually starting to live your, live your uh, purpose. So um, the passion is, is, is for something for you uh, as a person. And when you, uh, when you serve other people with your passions, that's basically becoming your purpose. Because with the podcast, I do the same, right? I, I want to teach others. I want to empower others. That's kind of like my purpose. And in the future, I really want to create content and digital um, products around uh, these, these topics so that I can help others to grow and, you know, start their business, start their podcast, spread their message, yeah. So those are some of the yeah. examples. No, I love that. So, you know, honestly, I think that is amazing advice. And, you know, one of the things that you'd mentioned was having a sense of identity, how, you know, you were kind of just going along with the flow, kind of living someone else's life or doing mm -hmm. things just because other people were doing it. And I feel like the people who do that end up being unhappy. Now, whether you want to start a business or not, I think you should always assess your sense of identity, like what it is that you like and what you're passionate about, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, um, curiosity is a huge thing. I talked about this in the podcast. I think the, the, the reason why I ended up doing what I'm doing today, which I, I'm telling you, four years ago, I would have never imagined that I do something like this. Um, I was just following my curiosities, like, I got interested in entrepreneurship, personal development, and I was going down that road, right? So I was just following that. I had a lot of fears. I had a lot of questions. I felt lost. I, so first of all, I felt lost. So any, anyone is thinking I was cool and I was, you know, uh, fearless. It wasn't the case. So I was, you know, I, was, I, I had a lot of fears. What's going to happen? Like I felt I didn't know where I was going, right? So I was experimenting with different things. Uh, I'm going to be a coach. I'm going to learning this. I'm going to be doing that. And um, what I can say, there was actually Tom Bilyeu who said in one of his videos, uh, the host of Impact Theory. Um, yeah, one of my favorite shows I already mentioned. Uh, he said, don't be afraid to be lost for a while. So especially when you're transitioning, like there's going to be, you know, one year, maybe maybe six months, maybe two years, maybe four years, that you're gonna you're gonna feel, you know, just you are lost because you don't really know what product or idea will you will execute on, or what's gonna be you know, the the business that you're going to focus on in the next couple of years. So you're gonna feel lost. That's that's part of a process. And if you wanna kind of do this, you have to accept that you know it's, it's really, it's really part of the, part of the process. Yeah. So let's say, you know, just to add some value for our listeners here, let's say someone who's struggling with their identity, who they feel lost, what would you say would be the best first step to take in order to, you know, regain their sense of identity and kind of get over, you know, that lost feeling? Yes. Yes. Wonderful question. So I always start with awareness um, and I kind of like develop this, uh, formula. It's called the AIM formula, uh, awareness, intention, mindset, mastery. So AIM is, is the acronym. And awareness is really the part where you start 
getting in touch with yourself, getting to know yourself even more. So for example, journaling can be something that could help. Like, like, like communicating or get, uh, getting in touch with your higher self. So for example, journaling and meditation is something that absolutely helped, helped me. Um, you know, in the last three, four years, also coaching. Um, there are different approaches, I would say. So meditation is something that can help. Being in solitude, being in silent, uh, silence, you know, you can just connect with your higher self. This is when you can go a little bit higher, let's say. And you can just, you know, uh, you know, connect with your, with your deeper self, I would say. So meditation and journaling, like being in solitude and, you know, putting down your thoughts, it also helps you raise your awareness around who you are or what you want, what you really want, because sometimes, you know, our inner voice is really drowned out by the outer noise, by media, by people around us, you know, people's expectations, you know, friends want this from us, you know, um, parents want other things from us. And, we have all these expectations around us, but what is it that I really want, right? So being in solitude and like just contemplating on those things is really important and it helped me a lot. So, you know, I, I to be a little bit more specific, I really have a morning routine where I um, journal and meditate, right? So first of all, I journal. Um, most of the time I just put down thoughts uh, that, come to my mind in the morning like what are some of the thoughts that are going through my mind right now that's that's the that's the self-awareness and also mindfulness part like i'm just becoming aware of my thoughts like that's the metacognition i think in psychology they call it metacognition the ability to observe your own thoughts and then i meditate where i um where i use creative visualization um, I come up with different images in my head. For example, one of the most common images for me is me speaking on stage in front of a huge audience. You know, I imagine myself uh, doing that and speaking and things like that. So uh, those are much more connected to, to my vision. So I would say um, first is self-awareness and the second is intention or vision. So I talked about vision uh, when I talked about creative visualization, but really your, you want your identity to be based on your vision. Like what is it that you really want? And you can have visions in different areas, for example, business, personal life, health, um, and, and, and whatever, whatever area you want to, you have a vision in. So you can mentally rehearse those visions. And especially when it comes to identity, you want your identity to be, you know, identified or based on those those visions based on your future self so to speak so in the future you know i am an author i am an international speaker so whatever i do today is is actually based on that vision and we talked about this in my podcast with dr benjamin hardy so he was really really great he's the best selling author of the book willpower doesn't work and he has a really great book coming up. It's called Personality Isn't Permanent. And he talks about this a lot. Like he talks about this identity and confidence a lot. And he talks about the future self, which is also connected to growth mindset, to the growth mindset principle and neuroplasticity. 
So your identity should be based on your future self, who you are aspiring to become, right? And not, for example, your, your past or something like that. Like, if your identity is pulled by a vision, by your future self, you're going to take the action steps. And again, every action is belief-driven and more importantly, driven by your identity. And in the present moment, you're going to take actions towards that future self, towards that vision. So I think that's, that's, uh, that's a great uh, thing to... Um, keep in mind and also mindset mastery. When I say mindset mastery in the formula, I mean the mentally rehearsal part. So when you come up with these visions and, and the ideal future self, you want to keep revisiting, keep mentally rehearsing these visions. Like every single day when you do meditation or creative visualization, you want to, you know, connect with your future self. And it's, and it's something, for example, that works in sports as well. Like if you want to lose weight or something, you know, you can just imagine yourself, you know, having less weight and, and you are kind of like connected to that, to your, to your better self and you are acting towards that vision. So it is something that actually helped me with, uh, um, with doing more exercises, being more consistent with my exercises so, you know, I imagine myself as, a, as, as my ideal, in my ideal, yeah, form, let's say so, and, and I'm acting towards that ideal self. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, I love that, that you even broke it down into steps. And uh, I was actually kind of, I'm taking notes as you're going, man, because this is really, really good. Um, <laughs> so, um, actually, earlier you had mentioned uh, James Clear's book on uh, on habits, and I actually really, really like that book. And I think that you know where you're talking about identifying um, yourself based mm -hmm. on your future self is kind of one of the things that he talks about in terms of establishing a good habit. You know, absolutely, absolutely, because they also realize that um, you know whenever you want to change a behavior, you have to be able to change your identity, shift your identity. And how can you do that? Like you have to come up with a future self, like a vision for yourself. Um, and then acting from that vision so that you can actually change your actions in the present moment. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's, 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 that's a really, really interesting uh, thing. If you want to, uh, check out something else and the listeners maybe um, neurolinguistic programming. Uh, there's a so-called model. It's called the neuro, neuro, neurological levels and the neurological levels talks about this notion and concept of identity being as a, as a driving level. And um, yeah, and it's a pyramid actually. And in the pyramid identity is the highest level and, actions is almost the lowest like the lowest level is environment um and uh, there are different levels for example belief systems and values and also skills and capabilities so yeah uh it's an interesting concept so if you want to check out neurolinguistic programming very cool um so we can definitely tell that you're amazingly knowledgeable so all of that extra studying and hard work and building your businesses has definitely paid off because i mean you know you just it just all kind of spews out of you just so easily right <laughs> uh 
I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sometimes I have, you know, difficulties with the, with the language. So, uh, but it's also an internal process for me. Um, yeah. No worries. Yeah. No worries at all. So, um, <laughs> so the reason I bring that up is, you know, I can definitely tell that you are just absolutely passionate about what you're talking about and what you have to share and your story. So I actually want to kind of figure out when that moment was for you that you just found out, Hey, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to pursue. And, you know, take us back to that time. Wow. That's an amazing question. And you know what? So, um, about, um, three or four years ago, I started to question everything. And then I went down the path of learning and diving deeper into entrepreneurship but I felt lost for about one or two years, right? So that's why I, I, I talked about this idea of feeling lost. And I didn't really know where I was going. So I, w I went to startup accelerator programs. I thought that, you know, I, I want to start something there. And I visited different events. I became part of the Mind Valley community. I went to the Mind Valley University. <clears throat> Sorry. So, and then, you know, I was exploring, I was exploring, I was looking for things. And to be honest with you, um, I started the podcast almost a year ago and I was dreaming about starting the podcast about one and a half, two years ago, but I didn't have the courage. So I was, uh, I had different fears, but to be honest, um, you know, embracing this idea of learning and having the growth mindset and, and sharing information with others, creating digital uh, um, products or content, that came to me through the podcast. So, and I would say that's, that's my path. So I really felt that, you know, I was following before that I went through a coach training program and I was kind of like experimenting with different things, but I felt that this medium is really something that I could say 100% yes to, right? So, so I felt that I kind of like arrived uh, to the point where I can say, this is something I really want to go deeper into. So I was committed to, to learn a lot about this medium and things like that. So I felt that this is, this is something that could help uh, and not just not just help, but but very much resonating with my with my with who I am and and with my values. So, for example, I wanted to have a positive impact on others. I wanted to empower others. I wanted to also scale my brand, like like building my brand online, um, also building my network, getting in touch with others, learning from others. So all those things, like for me, you know. Podcast is really just a lifelong learning tool. Really, like that's, I, I was amazed by this format of, you know, interviewing others and talking about things that I usually always learn about. Like I read a book or I listen to a podcast. Like I was just, this is so cool that I can, you know, do it too. And I found this medium. And to be honest, you can do video interviews as well. So it doesn't have to be a podcast. I just, I was always a podcast listener. Like I, I, um, I usually go to the gym or when I do exercise, this is the time when I actually listen to podcasts. So I don't really listen to podcasts at home, but when I'm on my way 
to somewhere where I exercise or I, I go for a walk or running. Um, so yeah, I really love audio content. No, I love that. And I'm right there with you in terms of, you know, the podcast and just being able to reach people. Um, I absolutely love that. So especially yeah. the times now, you know, I think it's extremely important to just stay excited about things, you know? So what, what is the one thing you are most intoxicated about today? Ooh, yeah. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's really the growth, growth mindset principle, like, like uh, this notion of, of, uh, you know, we have limitless potentials, like limitless in the sense that we can't really see what our limit is, right? So I can't really tell you what's my limit right now. So I'm kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm excited to learn because I'm excited where I can go, where, what else I can do, what, I, what else I can learn. Like, you know, I learned German and English and I was like, man, <laughs> I could do such things like that was really um, belief system changing, transforming because, yeah, and through those experiences, you can actually, uh, you know, uh, challenge belief systems and what you're capable of and exploring your potential. So I think that's 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 the topic like like we are limitless. Yeah, I love that. That is amazing. And uh, so. Now, Tibor, it is time for our sips of success. And these are just quick questions for our audience to learn a little bit more about you. You ready? (laughs) I am ready. All righty. Well, here we go. So who would you say is your biggest hero? Oh, yeah. Um, I would say Tom Bilyeu. So I really like that um, guy, um, host of Impact Theory, one of my favorite shows I already mentioned today. Um, yeah, Robin Sharma was one of my first uh, gurus, so to speak, started to read his books. And I admire Vishen Lakhiani, he's the founder of Mindvalley. So I really like the, the company concept that they, that they built and what they did with Mindvalley. Oh man, love that. So what is your favorite way to de-stress? Yeah, awesome question. Uh, I would say meditation. So whenever I feel stressed, uh, even uh, throughout the day, I usually sit down and meditate. So I use relaxing music and I do some visualization that gets me inspired and things like that. One of my other ways uh, or another way is going to the sauna. So I had this routine before COVID-19 on every Friday evening, I used to go to the sauna where I could relax and uh, meditate also and contemplate and reflect on my week, so to speak. So that was my reflection solitude time. Um, Now I don't go to the sauna, but I'm hoping that I can uh, go very soon. Yeah, man, that is, that is so, so great. You know, uh, (laughs) You know, I actually own a spa. We have a sauna, but we're just dying to open. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, I get into different states in the sauna. Like, I could really, I can really relax, and I feel that I can tap into my intuition. So, some really great ideas are coming to me in the sauna. Um, I have to d- dive deeper into the science of it, but I think, you know, my brain gets into alpha, maybe theta brainwave states. So maybe I can relax more. Um, yeah. So I love that. 
Yeah. So that's awesome. Cause you get to relax, you know, um, and restore your body mentally and physically. That's great. Ooh, yeah. 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 Love it. Love right. it. So what was the best advice given to you that helped you through a tough time? Ooh, yeah. Um, it was given to me, I would say by a lot of people and there, I mean, you know, through podcasts, for example, I remember Gary V was talking about this, um, don't be so considered about what other people think of you. So I was really, um, uh, I mean, concerned. Uh, I was really concerned about what other people thought of me, especially when I was, when I started to put, put myself out there online with my, um, yeah, with, with my website, social media pages, and also the podcast, like best advice, just don't care what others think of you. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that is great. Um, I, I'm a huge Gary Vee fan, just FYI. And so that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you want to focus on what's your truth. And even if, because there, there are going to be people um, who might say something that you don't like, or they don't agree with what you believe in, or what you are actually, what you stand for. And that's okay because many people think different. Uh, many people think differently, and what you need to follow is is your truth, right? So, Definitely. that's that's really important because, you know, on on social media and online, we could be very um, concerned about what other people will comment on our posts and things like that. If they will listen to the podcast or 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 any, anything that, um, you know, it can discourage you, but I would say just follow your truth. There you go. Well, speaking about your truth, um, go ahead and share one of your personal habits that help you be your best self. Ooh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I would say the best one is really the visualization. So when I do this, uh, creative visualization during meditation, it is something where I can connect with my best self, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's my best practice. I can get into inspired states and that's really important. Energy and, and state is really important to, you know, to, to get yourself motivated. Yeah, and I'm so glad that you mentioned that, you know, you, you visualize yourself on stage, that you're giving all these talks because I thought I was crazy for doing that, you know, like I thought I was by myself. <laughs> it's totally normal it's totally normal and and there's one great book uh maybe for the listeners uh breaking the habit of being yourself by dr joe dispenza uh, he comes from neuroscience and epigenetics and he dives deeper into this science so i just touched i touched on this like like creative visualization and you know transforming your identity and and your being but he dives deeper into this science in his book. So that's a great book I, I read. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for that recommendation. So um, here sure. we, here's the last kicker question, okay? Yeah. How do you define happiness and success? Ooh, yes. <laughs> this is an awesome question. And, you know, um, this is the biggest question of humanity. And I actually really like, um, especially happiness, right? But I really like um, a quote by Tony Robbins. And he said, if you are not growing, you're dying inside. And so I truly believe, 
this is really true. I couldn't agree more. Like human beings are built to grow. We just sometimes don't know in which area to grow. So we need to kind of find this area, find this field where we, where we really want to grow. Like, like, like for us, for, for you or for me, you know, this, this growth mindset and empowering others and learning more about these things, learning more about um, the fascinating science behind it. So, you know, we are built to grow really. So um, I think that's, that's the core of happiness. When you, when you, when you feel that you, you grow every single day, that's when you can become, you know, fulfilled and also happy because you are, you are having this progress. And this is what we, what we need. And I also believe that, for example, when it comes to success, it's really important to, to share your success with others. So human beings uh, crave human connections. So for example, I don't know how much you uh, work online or offline, but I work a, a lot online nowadays, and especially because of COVID-19, but we are actually hardwired for human connection, like in-person uh, uh, in person connection. And this is something that comes from positive psychology, actually. So there are some studies on this, that this is really important for us to be, to be happy. So when it comes to success, I would say it's, it's even better when you can you know, share su your success with others with your team and things like that. So that's kind of like my uh, ideas on happiness and success. I love it, man. That is so awesome. So Tibor, yeah. now time for last call. And this is where you can end with your um, parting piece of advice for our listeners. And then go ahead and end with the best way that we can connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I really want to just uh, emphasize this growth mindset principle. So whenever you feel maybe lost or or you don't have the empowering belief system think about that that you can you know uh, become better there are some practices out there that can help you you can start your business you can start whatever you want if you have this vision and commitment and my podcast uh, the mindset horizon podcast can absolutely help with that and so you can check out uh, the podcast on our website mindsethorizon.com and as i mentioned in the beginning I support um, impact-driven entrepreneurs, coaches, and change makers to put themselves out there online. So I'm a podcast strategist. I help them launch their podcast and also business coach. So yeah, just get in touch. Let me know who you are. I oh, love it. Awesome, man. Well, Tibor, it was an absolute pleasure to get to hear your story, get to hear your words of wisdom. Um, like I said, you are truly wise and we are better for hearing what you had to say today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Josh. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Vielen Dank für Ihre Zeit. Vielen herzlichen Dank und auf Wiedersehen. Yeah. <laughs> auf Wiederhören. Auf Wiederhören. Keep on learning, man. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to another episode of BYOB Audio. We hope you found something valuable from the story shared today. Make sure you subscribe and share with someone who may need to hear something from this podcast. See you next time, but here's to you on your journey to a happier and more fulfilling life. Cheers!